Welcome to the Mind Over Matter podcast with Heather Hakes, where mindset is everything. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. This podcast was created to help open your awareness to the truth of who you are, a limitless being. You are worthy and deserving of an abundant and prosperous life. It's time to peel back the false beliefs and remember who you are, light and love. For additional resources or to contact me directly, please visit my website, heatherhakes.com. Again, that's heatherhakes.com. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode number 386. In today's podcast, my guest is sharing with you four steps to unleash your inner champ. Welcome to today's interview. I've brought on Kyle Sullivan. Kyle, welcome. Heather, what's going on? I'm excited to be here. I know. We've already had a great pre-call. Before we get started, give listeners a little background. Where do you live and what do you do? Yeah, so I live in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, Got married to my wife, Ginger, for eight years. Got two kiddos under two. So we are living a crazy life right now. My daughter is Piper Grace. She is two. And my son, Bo Grant, is three months old. I was a pastor for 11 years uh, before launching a coaching company called Unleash the Champ in July of last year. In the middle of the pandemic with an eight-month-old, decided, you know what? Launching a business is a great idea. Yeah. Uh, but it's been amazing. have a podcast myself. Uh, by the same name, Unleash the Championship Podcast, and it's just it's just fun. Um, love college football, love golf, which I picked up in the pandemic. So, um, and what we both realized is we both love Disney. So that we'll end with that. Okay. Well, but I, I'd love for you to give listeners a little more background because you took a huge leap of faith, followed an intuitive nudge, which I think a lot of people aren't doing because they're scared. They have this thing they really want to do. And I've talked to so many people over the years. They want to write a book, but afraid of judgment. They want to start a business, but don't know how. And it's like, you're never going to be ready. I realized that when I was ready to quit corporate, you're never going to be ready. So what was that thing that pushed that? I just got to do it. Yeah. So I think I was nudged before I was pushed. So the nudge was October 5th, 2019 at 1247 AM. Your listeners may be going, Man, that's a really specific time. That's when I held my baby girl for the very first time. And I said to her, as we were going from the operating room to labor and delivery room, Piper Grace, I'm going to give you presence of time, not just presence of things. Mm. And Heather, I didn't know how I was going to do that. I was in a place I loved. I was in a ministry that was growing. We had so much stuff happening. It was amazing. But I just made that agreement in my head. And that was the nudge. And then this thing we've all been living through called the pandemic happened. And I got really comfortable and used to and accustomed to working from home. Pardon the interruption. If this content is resonating with you, I want to offer you some additional resources. Check out my website, heatherhakes.com and take the free life assessment. This is a great tool to take inventory in life where you're feeling in alignment and abundant and where you're simply feeling stuck, stressed out, or as someone recently emailed me, completely ruining their life. I've also created a self-study course all about mindset and manifesting. 
Again, check out my website, heatherhakes.com, and click on Course. Finally, if you are ready to deep dive and really transform your life, I offer one-on-one -on -one coaching. I will teach you what has taken me years and tens of thousands of dollars to learn in which you can start implementing right now. To learn more and schedule your free strategy call, visit heatherhakes.com forward slash coaching. Now, back to regular programming. And seeing my daughter have all these milestones in her life, and it was like that agreement I made was being manifest in my life. And then we, as a staff, made the decision, hey, July, we're going to come back to the office. This was June of 2020. And that nudge said, it's time. Mm -hmm. And I went, ah, it's time for what? Yeah. And I have some buddies in the coaching space. And, and this is something important, too, is what are you? what are your friends telling you about you is a good indicator of what could be shifting in your, in your world. Because I had friends that were like, dude, you're always so encouraging. You're always so motivating. Like, like you're like a coach And that thing has always been in my life. I played sports all growing up, baseball, football, powerlifting. Um, we, I didn't mention this before we started recording, but I was a, a cheerleader in college um, competed nationally. So I've always had coaches in my life. And so then when this came, I talked to my wife and this was the, the nail in the, uh, confirmation coffin and said, Hey, I think I want to start this thing. And she goes, you know, Kyle, I think you may be the last person to realize what you should be doing. Mm -hmm. I was ready to jump. I said, all right, let's go. Two weeks later, quit my job. Went from salary, benefits, 401k, the whole bit to zero. Yeah. Looked at this desk at this computer and said, what do I do now? I mean, it's scary. It's a huge leap of faith. But now we've both experienced it because I, I did the same thing. And I've had a lot of ebbs and flows, especially as an entrepreneur. I feel like in a day, in an eight hour period, you can be like, hell yeah, this is amazing. And then the next minute it's like, what the hell am I doing? And I, and, and self-doubt and an imposter syndrome. And then it's like, woo, this is, a and so that's why I always talk about building the mindset muscle, because it is this constant ebb and flow of this internal tug of war. Can I do it? I'm not capable. So how do you unleash the champ and like push through that stuff anyway, and persistence and keep going? Yeah. You know, Heather, I, the last phrase you said is the key. You yeah. just keep going. Mike Tyson has a quote that he famously says, everybody has a plan until they get hit in the mouth. And that is so true. Every All, all of us love starting things. We <laughs> love talking about starting things. Yeah. We love thinking about things we should do. We end up just shitting on ourselves. Uh but it's that going, okay, hey, I'm going to get hit in the mouth. I'm going to take my lumps. I'm going to move through the quadrants of mastery where um, I'm, I don't know what I don't know. And I'm, I'm, I'm incompetent in this area, but I'm just going to keep going. And for me, starting this as a new father, when I felt, okay, I don't know if I could do this. We hit a dry patch. I don't know if I can make this work. I just had this image of looking at my daughter, say she's 
you know, young adult, and she's got a she's got a choice. Does she stay in something that's comfortable, or does she take a risk and go for something that she's more passionate about, but that's maybe unknown? And I would tell her, no, baby girl, like you gotta go for it, like you can do this. And I never wanted her to have the the opportunity or the awareness to say, Dad, you didn't. You didn't do you you didn't try. And so the freedom for me, if unleash the champ fails tomorrow, at least I know. And my definition of success is getting to the end of my life with as few what ifs as possible. And that's what, so I love the saying, this is something I used to preach all the time is to let fear, let fear fuel you. So anytime I get those butterflies, I get the, oh shit. I'm like, yes, this is direction. This is the way to go. And now it's even, I mean, I have no shame. If I'm attracted to somebody and I want to, I make a move. If I, if I, I feel that like I need to reach out to somebody about something and I, I send the email, I just like, I've learned to, but I had to also build that muscle. Right. Cause that was yeah, it's scary. I just, I learned to that energy, that feeling I'm like, okay, propel me forward to keep going. So I think this is a good opportunity for you to talk about your four P's. Yeah. So I think the, the, First one, what order do you want to go in? Well, I, I think they're interchangeable, but I know we kind of talked. I think you got to start with purpose because for me, it sounds like your driver is your family, your this whole dad thing. And so for those of us that are single or maybe we don't have anyone else to support, it might not be as strong of a driver. But yet I always talk yeah. about you have to have your strong why. And maybe it is that purpose, that message. I'm like, I am here to be a lighthouse for others. That is my driver. Yep, absolutely. So definitely starts with your purpose because, and let me speak to the person that is single. Uh, Who do you want to become? What does it take to get there? And are you willing to make that journey? I think that's a big piece of it is when I help people, probably the first month of someone working with me is activating the dream again. Because typically when you work with somebody and you say, well, what do you want? I don't know, but I can guarantee you if we took a field trip right now and all the listeners took, could go to my daughter's preschool and I said, Piper Grace, what do you want? She can tell you all the stuff that she wants and, and she has no concept that I can't provide it for her. She's like, I know what I want, my purpose. I want Teddy Grahams right now. That's my purpose. Like, that's what she wants. And she's she's driven about it and she's focused on it. She obsesses about it, much to dad's, you know, dismay sometimes. But having that thing that drives you, having that who do you want to become, having the goals you want to accomplish. You know, I, I think, you know, I got buddies that, man, their purpose is so clear because it's typically rooted in us not wanting to go back to something. Mm. You know, I think for me, my purpose in being a father is that because my, I was born when my dad was a senior in high school, babies having babies. My biological mom left at six months. I still to this day don't know who she is. So much of me wanting to be a great father is uh, in the presence of time 
is because I grew up getting presence of things. Mm. And so when you're asking like, man, what is my purpose? It's what do you not want to go back to? So that's powerful because I have to tell you, and even as an entrepreneur, there are times, especially over the last four and a half years, I'm like, man, it'd be so much easier just to go back, get a nine to five. I could make this my side hustle. And then I'll like peruse jobs or, or submit. And then I sit and I go, oh, it is soul crushing. I'd be a shitty employee. I don't want to be there. Why would I go back and do that thing? But yeah. you're right. It, it is. So I, I can see what you're saying there. Yeah. And, and two, as cliche as it is, it's like, what wouldn't you know, we talked before we hit record people strive for Friday, loathe Monday. That's what the general population does. Yep. Ask yourself, like, if you could do whatever, you know, it, it, again, you have to activate that dream, but if I could do whatever, and I could have my ideal day, my ideal week, my ideal month. What would that be? And then go, what do I got to do to get there? Because before you feel it in your reality, you have to imagine it in the mind. Yeah. It's funny you bring this up. So I released a podcast this Monday and it was talking all about to live a life you love. And do you know there are statistics out there that state 3% of Americans have clearly defined written goals. 1% of Americans review those regularly. So people can't sit back and wonder why, you know, the, the top 3%, well, because it's only 3% of people even know what the hell they want or take the time and do the reflection. And, and so I guess my message right now would be, as you're saying, like in order to unleash this champ, you have to know what you want. Yep. You have to know what you want who you have to become to get it and what needs to fall off for you to move forward. Mm. Because that's a piece there that we, it's like what relationships need to die so I can go where I want to, what environments need to change so that I can move forward. What thinking do I have to let go of so that I can move forward and that's the thing with, with the purpose um, that's really big. I'm curious if you did something similar. So I sat down more recently because I wrote out this whole, who do you need to become? It's a little cliche, but it is really true if you take the time and do it. And so I sat down and I was like, okay, this dream reality. And I went deep. Like I know what I want financially, relationally, my home, my travel, my I just, I can see it all, but it's like, okay, well, who, who would version two or three or 4.0 Heather look like to get that? So what I wrote down, I'm a very big pen to paper. I took a sheet of paper, lined down the middle and on the right, I was like, well, who would that person be? So that person would be abundant mindset, patient, loving, compassionate, have faith, trust all these, you know, I wrote it all out. And then I was honest. And I was like, well, who am I currently being that is keeping me from that? And my answers were, I'm impatient. Uh, I sit in self-doubt. Um, I'm, I'm not consistent. So I, I had to get really real. And then I was like, all right, well, F it. And I burned that sheet because I was like, that is no longer me. That is not what I'm doing. And I have it written down at my desk. I can see daily. And then I put a thing on my phone who this person is. I want to show up as her. 
because that's who you truly are at your core. So how do we awaken that? Yeah, I I love that. And that kind of goes with the protection piece, which is another one of the piece is you have to protect the vision. You have to protect the purpose. You have to protect you as you're becoming that ideal of yourself, the truest, most authentic version. Because there are people, well-intended people, that are going to knock you off of that. Say, Heather, like, do you really want all of that? Like, you know how much easier it'd be and more stable to, like, go get a nine-to-five and work your way up. You've done it before. Like, it'd be easy to do it again. Like, and that's why I say it's well-intended. Or come come watch football. Let's get drinks. And when you know, no, I'm going to sit down and today's the day I'm going to write it out. Mm-hmm. There will always be distractions. Always, always. And so yeah. we have to protect, we have to protect ourselves. We have to protect the vision. We have to protect those that are in our circles that we have the opportunity to do so. And I'm a big proponent of like my whole ideal is, is coaching culture. And so it's the personal, it's the professional culture. And that's part of that protection is when you hear something that is outside of your culture, your vision, your purpose, your creation of who you're going to become, you got to stomp that thing out. Like I, again, a, a example, I feel like I'm that dad with all the kid examples, but like if someone says, oh, oh man, Piper is crazy. I'm like, whoa, 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 hold up. I've done this to family members, Heather. Whoa, 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 hold up. Can we use a different language? Hey, can we, like, how about she's expressive? How about she's a two-year-old and she's doing exactly what two-year-olds do, exploring her world. Yeah. And does that mean that she's going to throw her plate off the the chair when she's eating because she's done? I mean, there's a lesson there too. Maybe some of us, when we're done with something, we don't need to keep it on our plate. Hello. Mm -hmm. And so language matters and that's part of protection and it goes into another one of them is the presence you know we talked before and i said man balance is is bullshit because when you imagine a scale that's in perfect balance what is it not doing moving it's not moving and so we have a society that portrays hey have work-life balance, have the the right balance in your life. Well, I'm sorry. That's only good if you're doing like a yoga pose and like you got to have presence. We're going like right now, the most important thing in my life is talking to you and being here in this moment with you. Once we get off here, and I go and it's probably going to be lunch after this. And then I got some calls and that like, it's just allows us to savor the moment instead of just rushing from thing to thing thinking, Oh man, I got to take this and this. It really tells the story when it says, oh, I'm here. However long we got. So it, it helps a ton. Well, and Eckhart Tolle, I mean, that's what he's known for. This is the power of the present moment. And I, and I, so I've been into Dr. Joe Dispenza for about two years and I'm actually this weekend going to follow up retreat. 
and he's big on meditation. And at first meditation was painful because that's when my monkey mind would go crazy and I would get itches and I want to get up and I'm thinking about my to-do list. But you're right. We're so busy. And what he talks about is we're living in our 5% conscious mind, stressed out in survival mode that until we quiet our senses, quiet all the distractions, drop into our heart center, we need to live in coherence. And so I'm not going to use balance, but alignment. So, and until we're in alignment, it's this constant, it feels like chaos. And so how, what do you do to practice the power of presence to be right here, right now? I think it's, it's awareness and a, and a commitment to say, okay, I'm thinking about something else right now. Mm -hmm. Pull yourself back. So a constant reeling it in. Yeah. And, and it's, it's going, okay. What am I thinking right now? Most of us just think and we're not aware of it. Yeah. And so even in this moment where we're going, okay, what are the thoughts in your head right now? For a lot of people, this silence is deafening. Yeah. And we probably had a dozen or more hundreds of thoughts in those few seconds of silence. And so presence is going, okay, oh, I want to grab my phone. Nope, I'm going to put it down. Oh, I, I, this ping happened. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back to what it is. And this will be something that as you, as you work to implement presence in your life, it will, it will upset people because I keep my phone on silent most all the time. My phone's in do not disturb mode for about 15 hours a day. Like I check my emails twice a day. Like I build in things that help me continue to be present in this. Like even right now, airplane mode, airplane mode, apps are shut down. Like the only person that's going to interrupt me is if my wife comes through my office door and like she physically comes in the space. Otherwise, we're all here. And that... So a word I often use, number one, we're talking self-awareness, but two, it comes down to choice. And I only, I don't know where I've been living. I only came, found out about do not disturb. Like I'd say in the last six months or so, it is the most amazing button in my life. Like this is, because I actually, now that I've gotten out of the, the such discomfort of meditation, I seek silence. I crave it. I go, I have to walk my dog many times a day, but she gets one really long walk a day. And now I I have this log, I call it my meditation log. I'm like, I can't wait to go walk. No music, no distraction. I'm going to sit there and just want to be. Yeah. And I think when you increase your ability for presence and alignment, I know for me, when I didn't want that, I had to be honest and say, it's because I really don't like being with me. Mm-hmm. Like I really, there, there's more parts of me I don't like than the parts I do. Now, much like you, I love, like 
I am completely fine being by myself yeah. because I like me. I think I'm pretty awesome. And most of us don't live in that way. Yeah. But I think the mindfulness, the, the presence, the alignment that it takes through meditation, through prayer, through sitting in silence, it doesn't have to be this like woo woo chant thing. Like, and that was a misconception I had to overcome. It's like, okay, meditation and, and mindfulness and, and awareness and presence is more just like a lifestyle than this thing that we have to like, you know, hold our fingers a certain way. It's not that. Right. But when we do it, it increases our presence when we're by ourselves and we're with those that we get to interact with. Tell us the final P. So we went through purpose, presence, protection. Power. And power. So I think it's important that we we end on that because all of these things build to create our personal power, the champ that is within us. So most of us walk around to and fro, on autopilot, mm -hmm. not ever truly actualizing the power we have or even acknowledging the power we have. But when we say, you know what? Everything that I want to create is right in front of me. All I have is all I need to accomplish everything I want in my life. When we activate that, Comparison goes away. Negative self-talk goes away. Poor mindset goes away. When we say, I am powerful. I am resilient. I am fill in the blank. Being able to do that activates the power you have. And then nothing activates our power more than taking action, which is what we talked about earlier mm -hmm. I think so often we feel all this anxiety and really power produces peace mm -hmm. and peace follows our action intuition and obedience it rarely precedes it You're right, because I actually, I've found myself sitting in procrastination, overthinking something, not doing it. And the amount of time and energy I spent avoiding it versus actually just doing it and having it accomplished, it's like, oh, that was easy. Like, why, why didn't I do that sooner? 100%. You know, we, we experience a lot of really negative, unfortunate things. However most of them don't actually happen. Yeah. yeah. It's between the ears. It's in our minds. Like I could say, Hey, think about fill in the blank situation and we could go and ruin our day in a matter of moments. Yep. Just like that. Yeah. But most of the time we don't think that we can improve our day in a matter of moments. If I was like, Oh gosh, man, I got to do this podcast with Heather and, you know, like, it's just, I got to do this thing. 
or which is what we have, man, I get to do this thing today. Like it, it, it changes our energy when we have the right mindset around it. It clarify our purpose. We choose presence. We protect what's important. It unleashes the power, which unleashes the champ. The champ. And ultimately, I think that all comes down to being intentional. So, and, and you come from that sports background and athletics, and then you spent 11 years as a pastor and preaching this. So you've had a lot of experience. You've been surrounded by coaches. Somebody else who's listening to this, like they want that, and maybe you've motivated or, or kind of ignited something in them, but it's like, now what? Because here, I, I would like to debunk motivation. I think motivation is bullshit because motivation, yeah, like one talk might get you fired up, but it actually takes inspiration and that's inspired from within to keep going. And so, um, you know, like what would your advice be to somebody like, okay, this ignited something, but now I, I know I have this champ inside of me, this, this power, this amazing, these dreams, this purpose, this, what I'm supposed to be doing now what? Write the vision, make it plain, and tell people about it. Because people that are listening to this right now, that are motivated, that are inspired, yeah. the moment you finish this episode or hit pause, yeah. everything in your life is going to tell you why it's not going to happen and how much work it's gonna take and how you don't have the resources and how, well, we need to activate the wow, not the how. In whoa, our whoa, okay, that was good, I loved that because I, I love little cheesy stuff. Activate the wow. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, I love that. So when someone comes to you with something or you have an idea, don't immediately say, okay, how am I going to make this work? And how do I need to create this thing? And how do I need to block time so I can work on this thing? Go, wow, I get to create something new. Wow. Okay. This is going to be something amazing. So if you're motivated and you're inspired to take action now, wow yourself by acknowledging something stirring. Yeah. And you got to take action quickly. And so telling people, but again, the right people. Yeah. Nothing will kill a dream faster than telling it to someone that wasn't intended to hear it. Well, and that's why I think it's that next logical step. So maybe it is, okay, I'm going to go and I just want to write this idea down. And this is just brainstorm and have fun with it. Cause I think the perfectionists are going to know, just go brain dump. That's what I love. Yep, yep, bra- love it. Brain dump. And then it's like, okay. And then let the resources or whatever come to you because you're right. So many people get hung up on the how, and my, I always say the how is not your job. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it's important. And even most probably half of my clients would identify as perfectionists and I love it because I'm like just take just make make a step take a move write something down and again it goes back to all of our growth is rooted in a desire for peace peace comes before following our action, our intuition, and our obedience. 
So if you want to take action, you want to be inspired, you're motivated, okay, write it down. It's what we're talking about. 3% of people don't know, 97% of people don't know what they want. I write my goals down two to three to 27 times a day. It's in the morning, it's at night, and it's when I feel off. Because our, it goes back to our purpose. It goes back to who you want to become, what needs to die in you to become the person you said you would be. And it's putting the vision in front of you as much as it's needed. And so when we do that, we're going to, we're going to do it scared. Hell, Heather, I'm still 51% sure this is going to work, but that's all I need. Yeah. It's a thing where I say, it's not about the outcome. It's about the journey. The prize is in the process. Mm -hmm. The gift is in the grind. The heart gets built from the hustle. It's not, I need this thing to be, you know, seven figures tomorrow. And it's not, no, I love the lumps. I love the wins. I love the journey because it's producing in me what I need for this season and the next. I love that because I used to be so, so focused on the destination, especially, and I'd say even more recently, I'm even like my desires, some of those materialistic things are falling away because to me, the peace, the joy, the, like the giddiness of just life is becoming so much more important. And it's like, well, never would have guessed that. And, and I, I think it's important. I'd love to touch on a little bit, just so people understand and realize this whole, who do you have to become? Can you touch on what could happen in that journey that that relationships and people will fall away and your habits behaviors they're gonna have to change yeah to get a new reality you gotta do new things what you know again i i speak in little sticky statements what got you here won't get you there Mm -hmm. everybody that came up with you can't go up with you and so it's it's going and saying, okay, I'm really grateful for everything before I listen to this podcast. We're going to talk right to the person that's going to take action. I'm really grateful for everything. The moments even before I hit play. But now something has shifted. And I'm not going to villainize my past. I'm going to be grateful for it. I'm going to write down who I want to become. I'm going to take action now. There's people, there's people going to pull over on the side of the road and start typing in their phone as they're listening to this. We see you. We hear you. We know you're there. And I'm just going to understand that when I create that vision, that purpose, and it's to the best I know with what I know right now, I'm going to take action. And as I'm committing to that right now, know that relationships may fall, but relationships are, are going to be built. That mindsets will be broken so that new mindsets can be built. Environments will be shifted so that you're in the place you need to be. 
your heart could be broken so that it can expand. Understand that everything builds upon itself. And if you're feeling down and out right now, or you're feeling on cloud nine, either of those people being called to something new, it's okay. Go with your gut. Go with your heart. All you have is all you need to become all you're created to be. Preach. And normally I would ask for a key takeaway, but I feel like listener, I mean, pause, rewind. And that, that was so powerful. And I couldn't have said it better. Awesome. It's, it's like, oh, I just feel we need to talk to somebody right now, following that intuition. Yeah. So uh, one final message on this whole Unleash the Champ. What do you want? Just that one quick takeaway. What do you want them to get? You're worth the win. Yeah. You're worth the win. So say often it's time to win, but you're worthy of the win. And that's, and I think, you know, ultimately when, if you want to talk about limiting beliefs, that's what it boils down to. We don't feel worthy. So thank you for that reminder. Absolutely, Heather. All right. So I'd love to wrap up the interview and I have a couple rapid fire questions. Shoot. You've already dropped a ton, but what is a quote or motto that you live by? I'm going to, I'm going to highlight everybody has a plan until they get hit in the mouth. So I, I added a piece to this. So start to like the taste of your own blood. So it's that moment in a, in a movie where someone gets hit and they wipe their lip and look at the blood on their fingers. And in my head, no matter the movie, I go into my mind, Kevin Hart, where he looks back to his friends and said, it's about to go down. Uh, so yeah. have that it's about to go down moment. Everybody has a plan till they get hit in the mouth. So like, start to like the taste of your own blood. Yeah, I feel like I kind of want to bounce around right now. Got a little swagger now. Yeah. yeah. What is a book you're currently reading or highly recommend? Ooh, so I am currently reading $100 million offer um, because I'm just expanding inventory of what Unleash the Champ uh, has. But a book I would recommend, because everybody may not be in that season, book I'd recommend is Leadership and Self-Deception. Leadership and self-deception. Premise of the book is that everything that you believe, your mind, heart, and body will search for justification of it. So if I think, Heather, you are mean to me, which I don't, this has been an amazing conversation. Everything you do has to justify that belief or I'm wrong. So it talks through the science of how we can stop deceiving ourselves and increase in our leadership. Mm. Okay, that's a good one. Final question. What advice would you give your younger self? Uh, I love that question. It always gets me. Um, keep going. Keep going. I'm not one that would change anything in my past because it would change everything in my present. But I would just say, keep going. And what a great note to end on. Kyle, thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely, Heather. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. I'd love to connect with you on the social platforms. 
You can add me on Instagram at heather.hakes or subscribe to my YouTube channel, Heather Hakes. I'll catch you on the next episode.